0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Sorry for the people listening. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, or Red Pills, if you will, the second longest episodic running episodic program here on YouTube. And before we get started, all I want to say right now is... Raiders, 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 all right, not too bad of a start of a night, I think I'm going to the junior college to celebrate, or the senior citizen home, I don't know, man, anything goes today, man, shout out to the coach gang, hey, Raiders, hey man, we had to make a move, we had to do something, we had to do something, Russell Wilson, that damn San Diego Charger quarterback, all right? Whatever the San Diego Chargers are, I don't even know what they are, all right? They got, they, they are one and done in the playoffs And the damn Kansas City Chiefs, all right? Devontae Adams, we finally got a primary number one receiver, all right? Not too bad. We got an all-star, all-pro bowl tight end. Derek Carr, it's time for you to show up. Or if you start shuffling now, Derek Carr, I, I've given you enough rope already. I'm trying to defend you, Derek Carr. All right. But if you start shuffling, I'm going to have to get rid of you today. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, Derek Carr, your top, you know, 4,000 yards a season with no primary receiver. Now you got one. All right. Keep yourself healthy. Get on the field. Anyway, shout out to you guys and shout out to the bracket challenge out here. Yeah, man. The bracket the bracket challenge not too bad all right a couple of y'all brothers back brackets are broke already and busted and disgusted all right there's some people in the lead already eight and no i got a couple of eight no brothers in here shout out to damien and juice all right uh mr aka mr that's true they eight and oh in this bad boy in this piece in the bracket and there's some brothers at the bottom <laughs> i'm down there at the bottom oh my goodness Is my bracket busted already too? Lord have mercy. We all to a good start, man. We'll show you the standings after in the morning. We'll show you where the standings are. Hey man, get your money in. Don't don't let her don't literally. I told you Iowa wouldn't be they ain't anyway. Hey man, uh get your money in if your ass is already in last place. I'm making sure you got your money in. All right. Anyway, uh, I got a couple of L's already. Anyway, let's do this. Let's get into the show. This is the daddy issue. Video. We're going to talk about daddy issues at the suggestion of I can't remember who suggested it, but it's, it's going to be a good opportunity for us to talk about daddy's issues. Daddy's issues. All right. Shout out to daddy. I got money. And uh remember. Yeah, I know. Somebody just said, coach, the Raiders got Devontae. I know I just opened up the show Raider Nation in the building. All right. So we'll we'll see, man. Let's aim hey, they, they better make sure my season tickets are nice and good. All right. Because I'm going to be out there uh, in Vegas representing. All right. Shout out to the raiders out there. Anyway, look. Let's do the super chats because we're talking about daddy issues. Oh, before we talk about this, let me put up the disclaimer because this is going to be one of those shows. All right. This is the show. Listen, if you don't agree, feel free to leave a comment. All right. Um, in the comment section explaining where you disagree, because we're speaking generally, you know, everybody functions in a sort of sort of spectrum. Not everybody's one thing and not the other things. A lot of people are multiple things. They're Jack of all trades and masters of none more or less. So I'm just giving you my interpretation of the general outlook of what would happen, what type of daddy issues you're going to deal with. And I got, I think I got it down to four. I got it four type four types of daddies. All right. That a woman can grow up with. And then what is the result of that woman? uh, According to that daddy. Now, again, There's no right or wrong here. All right. There's just kind of speculation. And remember, everybody functions in a spectrum. A woman one day could be a full out carousel 304. And then the next day she done repackaged her peace leave and she's sitting in church talking about. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So there's no telling what the person was four or five months ago. All right and i've known this i've been in the church i grew up in the black church all right there there were girls that was walking the streets all right they was walking the street they was walking the streets and they out there shouting so we're going to talk about it there's no right or wrong so don't say wrong coach that's wrong all right jesus but you you can disagree and there's room for disagreement here um and shout out to sigmund freud who had his own interpretation of daddy issues related to the Oedipus complex, related to, um, uh, you know, related to how women grow up with their fathers. We're not going to get into that so much, um, but there will be some things there related to that. All right. So anyway, this will be a fun show. We get to make fun of some of these women that are walking around here looking for some direction. All right. Boy. All right. When you deal with young people, and I've been dealing with young people for all of my life, all my life. I pray for someone like you and I thank God that I that I finally found you all my life. (laughs) I pray for someone like I've been working on college and high school campuses all my life. And then when I went into fitness training, I worked with young, old uh, 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 people. You know, I coached athletes specifically, especially in the beach, the beach sports like water polo. And volleyball and uh, a few basketball players, although this area is not great for basketball. Um, you know, I coached a lot of those kids in those uh, uh, soccer was another big sport that I coached a lot of kids in. And so I've been dealing with young people all my life. And the reality is, you know, as you're aging as a as a mature man um, and you have the the weight of the world on your shoulder, young people are out here stumbling and fumbling. Bruh. They out here fumbling around here fumbling through life and i'm pretty sure i was one of them but i've been ahead of the game you know i was pretty much a mature guy Uh, my mother used to say i had an old man soul I was an old soul i was already responsible you know making sure the door was locked before i went to bed you know even when i lived at my mom's house i was one of those guys you know uh where teenagers leave the whole damn garage open huh what you left the garage open me no you sure it was me you were the last one in there huh all right. They'll let robbers and all kind of rats and roaches come through your damn garage. You didn't close the garage. Huh? Huh? You know, there's people like that that are 25 years old that are, that, that are like this. All right. They're gone. And some people think that they're actually doing something in this world. All right. And the whole, you know what, you know what it is, is everybody's program really, really good. Okay. Everybody's programmed really well. You know, um, if you talk to somebody, the first fifteen minutes of the conversation is all program responses. All right, you can barely even get in. You got to chip, chip, chisel away at everybody, uh, at everybody's deep core issues. And what you will find is most people are out here fumbling. Most people don't know what the hell's going on. They don't have no plan. They're out here just winging it. <laughs> they out here winging it. All right, but the first fifteen minutes of the conversation. Um, I'm going to work on my career. I'm getting my license and I'm going to take a test and I'm getting certified. I think I'm going to work, um, and start a business in the future. And I think I'm going to, um, um, I'm going to go to work. I'm up for a promotion and I have some goals. Uh, the goals that I want to achieve knuckle dragging at what the, like, why are you going to do this? Do you have a passion for this? I don't have a passion for this but I heard that this was a good opportunity to get into. <laughs> like, what the hell? What's wrong with you bot-ass people out here? I mean, like this, I'm like this. Hey, Blink, hey, can you see me? Can you see me? I think I'm going to go to school, back to school, and go get a extra degree so that I can get an extra $5 an hour on my salary. <laughs> mm. These robot-ass people. I'm going to go to nursing school, and I think I'm going to want to be a nurse that specializes in mm. what's wrong with these people, man. <laughs> damn, people ain't got no damn direction in life, man. I want to control my own schedule, so I'm going to become a licensed massage therapist. I hear at the School of Bryman they're going to give out degrees, and it's going to cost $13,000 a year for the accelerated program. I'm like man and then give it give it a full 15 minutes you ask five questions you can chip away they broke they be down here well the reality is I'm in $187,000 in student loan debt $18,000 in consumer debt I'm about to get evicted from my house my father gonna kick me out of the house His house he won't let me move back in you break down I'm pregnant, and I done had a baby in 15 early terminations of pregnancy. I'm out here selling some peace leave. Mm. Like, what the hell, bruh? Like, what do y'all do all day? Sit around here trying to make some goals. <laughs> Looking for direction. Looking for direction, all right? I mean, uh, I work in the human resource department. I am the I'm the executive assistant to the director of the human resource department. The directors of operations, like what the hell is a director of operations? Somebody please answer that shit. <laughs> right before I get started, what in the hell is a director of operations? That don't mean nothing. That is a title we got. What? 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 what, what uh, secretary? No, 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 no. Executive assistant? No, no, no. Director of operations. Here we go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the director of operations and social media uh, branding officer for the branding of marketing and direct driving and driving traffic. And what do you do for what do you do as a director of operation? What I do is I matriculate and then I drive traffic to the websites. And then by virtue of that, we have responsible for the. What? what. Mm. <laughs> I am the creative director and financing of the (laughs) (laughs) I push papers and pencils around. I'm the supervisor, director, creative director and operator. Like, are you is anybody in there? Hello. Do you have actually a (laughs) they be volunteering most of their time? Oh, you, so you were an intern. You mean, are you an intern? Well, I, I I started off as an intern, but I'm now the director of operations. (laughs) What in the world, bro? It is unbelievable, but there's a lot of NPCs around here. There's a lot of NPCs. And the reality is they looking for direction because they had a lack of direction in their house. Hey, nonetheless, let's get to the show. Enough making fun of people, the program people of America. Hey, it is my man, Eddie. He says, "Uh, Coach, do you check your Discord? Do me a favor, Sizzle. Put the Discord uh, thing in my in my chat so I know. Hey, Sizzle, what is the Discord? He asked, do I check it? I don't even know what it is. All right, so I keep losing the, I need to put it in the, um, I need to put it in the uh, description box. That's what I need to do. All right, uh, but he says, I got screenshots of girls. I had segs with asking me for $20 for brand new tires on Snapchat. It's funny, man. Man, it, it's it's tough, man. I'm telling you guys, I we're all struggling, right? I mean, some of us are. We're struggling. We're struggling. I mean, a lot of people are struggle zone right now. But I want you to know there are people on double trouble struggle. All right. They on the they on the struggle stream. All right, here we go, right here. Cisco put the discord up. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna copy that. I've been waiting for it for a minute. Let me copy the link address. All right, let me go up in here. Over here, all right, Discord, right here. Hit the Discord over there, all right? And then I'll go over there and check it over there. All right, oh, what the hell? That's a long-ass link. All right, I'll fix that later. All right, now my computer gonna shut down over there. All right, so anyway. Uh, but he says, uh, yeah, it, it's tough out there. People are trying to find a way to do it, man. I'm telling you, man, these girls get on you. You give them a couple of bowls of jasmine rice, and they at your door like kittens. It's like you fed kittens, guys. It's almost, it's you know, I've been telling you about these things, these girls doing these things for money. And you guys have one thought that they're just out here being 304s. These women are hungry. They're like, they're like stray kittens. I'm almost to the point like, yo, man, what the hell? I thought we had a deal. (laughs) I thought we had a freaking deal. Didn't you tell me what your price is to hang out? Now, all of a sudden, you back at my door. I'm going outside to go to the bar. I'm going to get me a drink for the night. I didn't put all the junior college girls on the shelf, and I opened my door, three girls outside. Meow, meow, meow. What the hell? Hey. (laughs) Do you have any extra jasmine rice? Meow, meow. I'm like, what, wait, 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 wait. Well, hold up. Would you take your ass home? I ain't got no appointment with you. <laughs> These girls out here struggling, juggling. Oh, my God, man. Good Lord. What is going on in America, man? America is struggling. Straight ass, kitten ass women. Uh, do you think you have a little bit of extra jasmine rice for me after this session? Like, no, we agreed that this was the Jasmine Rice you was going to get. Now you want more? What the hell? These girls trying to finesse. They but, but see, a lot of them be out here broke. They come out stressed. This is what you guys don't know about it. They literally come to you stressed the hell out. And you're like, why are you here? I want you to relax. They come in. uh, Ma'am, is everything okay? Are you ready to lie on your back like a Carlos Junior star? Come on, man. Hey, put put this in your mouth. What the hell's going on? She like, hold on for a second. They come in sweating and shit. You like, mm. <laughs> oh boy, it's been so stressful. They come in crying in your bed. <laughs> like this is just. There's no happiness nowhere, gentlemen. I'm trying to make this work. Ladies, man, y'all need to come in enthusiastic when you see me. Stop coming in and bring your damn stress in here. Oh. Oh, my goodness. It's getting out of control in America. And don't act like you don't know anybody like this, you guys. This is nuts. All right, shout out to Maryland guy. Happy St. Patrick's Day. If you decide to drink tonight, get an Uber, please. He says you don't want to end up like Henry Ruggs at all. You don't want to end up like in this St. Patty's day today. I didn't have my green on. Raul says, Coach, do you like country music? I love it. And on this side of the country, it's not weird when non black, non whites people listen to country, but you should do a video on Luke Bryan and his wife. Dude is a huge gumpity gump gump. Luke Bryan's gumping is not surprising. I like country music. I used to actually on Sundays, Sundays was my country music day. I would pop on CMT around 10 o'clock, you know, when it's not football season. You know, when it's spring and it's, you know, the, the sun's coming up. That was like my music day, my relax. You know, I just pop on some CMT for about an hour, you know, because they be doing the top 20 countdown. So I go on, do the top 20 countdown on CMT, and I'll be out there looking at that. Yeah, I love it, man. But, 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 you know, if you listen to too much country music, you start simping right away. I mean, that's some blue pill music right there. That's some blue pill music. So shout out to Luke Bryan. I'm going to check it out. Uh, shout out to Tracy Mills, vasectomy gang in the building. Best decision I ever made. And he can go on and roar all up in these young junior college girls. All right. All right. Roaring all up in them. Frodo Bagham Young got a call from my ex, ex's sister today, coach, asking about my dating life. Would you consider that a hey, big head text event? Her peace leave must not work the same now. Dude, it's getting this strange out here. Your ex's sister stepping in front of the line—that got to be a female violation, right there. That got to be a violation. Come on, man. That's uh that's unbelievable. That is a that is a hey big head for sure. Or maybe she's doing some recon for uh, her 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 sister, maybe potentially challenger. Ladies love cool. C. coach, what is your prediction record? Predicting record for the Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. I got to think about this, man. We got we got your boy Devontae Adams, Raiders. All right, Derek Carr's got a number one receiver. He's got one of the best tight ends, and he's got um, he's got he's got a great running back. Uh, our defense is upgraded. Our our defensive backs, man, that's where we struggle. So that's where our our weakness is. We need some DBs. Right, we need some DBs in there. So um, I think this is gonna help the offense, but the division is just too jam-packed. It's too packed, man. This guy, I mean, look, all four teams can't go to the playoffs, but they're all playoff caliber, man. Our defense is atrocious. Man, y'all dissing Carbra. Come on, man. Yeah, there and yeah, it is what it is. So I'm gonna have to think about that. Terrell Clark said, "Shout out to the coach gang. Got a ling ling tonight and a Puerto Rican team tomorrow. Free agent for life. Have a good show, coach. He out of here. He like this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ter- hey, Terrell Clark is out of here, bro. He was like, I got me a ling ling and a Puerto Rican team. All right, where the Puerto Rican chicks at? They don't have Puerto Rican chicks in Southern California. I'm talking about some real Puerto Rican chicks. I ain't talking about no." I ain't talking about no California Puerto Ricans. All right, I mean some real Puerto Ricans in the building. We don't have them in Southern California. If you are, they like suburban Puerto Ricans, you know. They California suburban valley girl Puerto Ricans. Now, I want some real Puerto Ricans, the girls that, the kind that'll stab you, you know, Puerto Ricans. (laughs) Yeah, I want some Bronx, some South Bronx Puerto Ricans, some Bronx Puerto Ricans. That's what I want. Where they at? They in the boogie down for real. They in the boogie down, bruh. Yeah, see, but they'll stab you in Port. They'll stab you in the Bronx. But that's the only ones you can do. That's the only ones you can do. You gotta go to New York. You gotta go to New York, but they'll stab you though. And Miami, but not no Miami Puerto Ricans. I don't want no Miami one. I want a New York one. I want a New York one. <laughs> yeah, I want a new real Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to, I need to go to Puerto Rico. They didn't opened up now. All right, shout out to Grant Cutler. How long is it till St. Patrick's Day is canceled? Or the Notre Dame fight, Fighting Irish? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish? All right, shout out to the uh, 2D Universe. The girl I'm seeing is 21, and she and her father still go to daughter, daddy and daughter dates. I can see it as a good thing. You know what I'm gonna do on that? On that one, I got to stare Martin Luther Lee on that 21. Mm, let me, let me, let me see this here. I'm gonna go pause on that one. By the way, I I said Connecticut is gonna lose that game. I actually predicted that one. I'm staring Martin Luther Lee on that one, but we'll talk about that one. Last one. Last two says uh, Freedom Podcast. Freedom Podcast, I believe it is. Shout out to the coach gang straight from Montreal. Respect to the coach. Your work is gold. Shout out to the realist chat. We doing it in here. Thank you, sir. And Triggerverse says the cheekers are for fun. Shout out to Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Rest in peace to Scott Hall, man. All right, so we got the disclaimer up. Are we good? Hey, everybody's that's watching this show, we're just going to get started now you have the opportunity to uh, click off of my face right now, all right, before you get offended, all right? So I'm not here to offend, but I know that there's major league snowflakes out here. And again, we're going to speak very generally on these things. These are not specific. So let's say it doesn't fit what I, you don't fit what I'm talking about. It's okay, all right? I'm not wrong. It just doesn't apply to you. And as Obsidian used to say, If it doesn't apply, let it fly. You can say, well, I know what you mean, but it doesn't apply to me. Don't act like I've just pulled this out of my ass, all right? This is actually true. You got to know somebody I'm talking about here. But it's going to be general. It's going to be in the spectrum. Please honor the spectrum. And we're going to start from here. All right, so the first type of daddy that we're going to deal with is the a-hole jerk didn't love the daughter, or the absentee father, all right? So they're kind of uh, a few different type of daddies mixed into one. But these are the poor representation of a father, right? This is the distant father. This is the, the father that wasn't there. He either wasn't there full time or he was in and out. He just didn't care about her. And then when he did apply some time to her, he was an a ho He was a jerk to her. He didn't love her. She didn't feel loved by the daddy Et cetera et cetera now what is that gonna turn out to on the woman' side the woman with the daddy issues what is this gonna look like? well, obvious one she's gonna probably be attracted to these type of dudes all right so she will be conditioned to love these type of dudes because she missed the love from her daddy. this one's too obvious this is an easy one a lot of people are dealing with this type of one and this is why people who had come from broken homes without fathers overwhelmingly do poor in relationships because they pick bad and they will pick one two 15 20 30 different bad men and it is a direct directly the trip attributed to the fact that her daddy just didn't love her and she missed this so there's a different kind here and what will happen is she will meet tons of good guys she will say oh you're such a good man any woman would be lucky to have you." However, she doesn't feel lucky to have you. She has low self-esteem. A lot of times she's overly posting herself on social media. She's branding herself. She's an entrepreneur. All right. A lot of these things. She just didn't have a daddy that loved her. So she will find love from the men that were just like daddy. All right. And she will friend zone dozens and dozens and millions and millions of men. And then she will claim. What happened? Where did all the Okay. Now, the the secret to this woman to tell it is she always says things like this because she's been around the block, right? So she knows men. She will say this I know men and I know what men want. Mm. Okay. That's what she's going to say. I know men and I know what men want. What do men want? Well, what her daddy probably wanted a a hot meal. All right. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. All right, and that's what her daddy said. He said to his, he said to her mom, "Biatch, where's my food? All right, put my food on the table. All right." And then mama said, "Yes, yes, okay." And then she put food on the table. And then she heard, <laughs> she heard her mama getting her cheeks clap. And then every now and then she see a new man. Mama see, mama feeding the new man. Woman, put my food on the table. Same thing. And she's a young girl watching this. And then she goes to bed at night and then she hears, <laughs> she hears mom getting them cheap claps. So her mom is demonstrating that the jerks get rewarded. Now, this is happening over and over in communitas. The friend zones, the good guys never get rewarded when this girl's a young woman. She only sees the jerks clapping his, her mom's cheeks. And then every now and then she's got to have that conversation with her mom. Yeah, I know he's not the best man, but he's good enough for me. And that's all that matters, baby. And he loves me. All right. I know he doesn't look like he's good to me. I know he's a jerk. I know he's an a-hole, but he's good for us. He's good for the family. And she learns. She's like, oh, okay. You chase after the jerks and the good guys never get a chance. So this is going to be the clear distinction, right? Okay. Okay. And she's used to going at life alone. So this is the type of woman that will leave a bar at two in the uh, two in the uh, evening or two in the morning and think she's can walk 10 blocks by herself. All right, because she's used to doing things alone. She's used to missing out on the wonderful things of life, like daddy daughter dates and daddy dropping her off to school and daddy being there. All right. She's jealous of people that come from two parent households. She oftentimes acts out because she doesn't have this. She will call people privileged because of this. And she misses not having a daddy. This woman right here has basically zero daddy. She has no daddy at all. I mean, even if her daddy, this, it, her, at best, he's in jail. Okay, this guy's in jail. And there's a lot of good guys in jail. Pause. But this guy, his, the dad can't get out of his own way. So the dad go, grows up. Um, the, da- the, da- the, gr- the daughter grows up. And daddy is a prison picture. He's sitting like this. You know, he on his knees right here. He like, and then she goes to prison and visits daddy. All right. These are the type of women that are out there. And unfortunately in some communities, this is way too many women, but we've experienced these the most because sometimes, sometimes these women are the ones who market themselves the most online. They're the most visible. They're the loudest. They're the loud minority. They're the ones out here talking the most stuff. They're the ones out here representing women, they're the, they're the feminists. A lot of them have daddy issues just like this. All right. And the community too. And it's a cycle. So this one's an easy one. We can put that one off to the side. All right. And, and notice that a lot of guys need to look at red flag. This one right here is a big red flag. Okay. If they don't have a daddy, like zero daddy, or their daddy was an a-hole, their daddy shot somebody in the street and is in prison, right? The dad just was gone. And the mom kept having relationships like men with her. And then she also is going to have relationships with men like this in her early years, in her best years. She's going to give her best years to men just like this. And then she's going to get exhausted by the jerks. All right, let me go ahead and play the video of a woman. to see, a lot of people don't agree with me. But then I'll play you a video of a woman describing exactly what I'm talking about. Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems uh i'd say by our late 20s early early 30s is uh the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks, and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Oh yeah, that's you. So this woman could be one or have one or two daddies. She definitely fits into a woman that has this type of daddy, but she can also be another woman. So Hang on. Remember, everything's in a spectrum. All right, so we'll take that down. I'm going to do a couple Super Chats. I'm going to try to speed through the Super Chats so I don't get too far behind. Not speed through, but get them early. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, younger Retired No Cap. I got some firm direction and money buddies. Uh, D, Daddy Issue 304. Is I got money. Shout out to you. Yeah, man, that's what That's what it takes. Oh, we didn't got that many Super Chats, so we're good. All right, so where are we at here? Raul says director of operating that gullet on your boss. <laughs> that would be the executive assistant. All right. That would be the executive assistant. All right. The, the one person that goes on all the plane rides on all the work trips. Why is she here? <laughs> Why is she here? Oh, she taking dictation for the company. She needs to take minutes and dictation of everything we do and document it. She must go to the, co- to the company retreat. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like why is the executive assistant at the company retreat when all of the top salesmen are there, all of the top earners, the top executives, and then they have the one token black guy, the one token woman. All right. They don't take the human resource department on the company trip. Y'all back there just punching a clock, typing a guy. Matter of fact, where's the human resource department here at the coach Greg Adams? I haven't seen them in a long time. Where are they at here? Hey, there y'all are. There y'all are. All right. And uh, what typically happens is human resources back there tapping at the keyboards. Y'all doing this and going to setting up your manual for your sexual harassment seminar. But the executive assistant is going on the trip. Mm. (laughs) You know what she doing there. All right. She she she's swallowing down gullets. right? She taking swallowing kids. It's a mess. Oh, man, shout out to the executive assistants of the world here. Oh, what what else we got? We got a couple more super chats. Hey, we got uh, Trigger versus uh, CGA sounds like Plankton Robot Karen. I have a job. I have a career. I'm going to work on this and get my, hey, look, man. Hey, look, 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 look. look. Here's what's happening here in the world, okay? I want people to understand because I have a daughter. I have a daughter. Everybody knows that. And a lot of people will use that, try to use that against me. Would you tell your daughter these things? Would you tell your daughter these things that you're saying about women? I'm trying to get my daughter to not be one of these type of women, okay? I'm trying to get it. But, hey, I can only do what I can do here, all right? I'll try to identify what part of father I am. I can only do what I can do. This is a feminist world now. There's only so much that I can do. She's going to have so much enticement out here for the world. And I know I'm going to have to support her no matter what. You know what I mean? You guys are out there. These these women that sabotage other women. There's too many of you out here. I mean, for women to be this broke, I don't know why you guys aren't switching up your plan because your plan right now is absolutely disastrous. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. It's absolutely disastrous. What I hear you guys talking about. 28, 29, trying to fumble through and figure out life. You ain't even got out the starting blocks yet. I'll be looking at people like, (laughs) I'm like, you not even out the blocks yet. Do not even, people done ran three and four laps around you already. (laughs) Like, I'm like, y'all better get on your and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. And you know what makes it worse? I'm being critical of the United States of America right now. Because this country, man, I tell you, I'm being critical. You know what's worse? The same person will have two pets. The same person will have a car note. The same person will have consumer debt and some student loan debt with no degree showing for it. The same person will be out of the job for the last two years, temping, figuring it out. The same person will be living with their parents. I'm looking at it like, <laughs> what the? when are you going to get it together? I mean, time is ticking. Time is ticking. And then, of course, well, it's not fair for people to understand what they want to do at 18. Uh, while that may be true, you still got to do something when you're 18. Don't act like, well, it's not fair. You know, I'm going to get pigeonholed in something. Yeah, you are, but you got time to start over. Get out the starting blocks, please. Get the the hell out the starting blocks. I'm tired of these people up and stealing the starting blocks thinking. Maybe I'll start the race now. Mm -hmm. And this goes for men, too. This goes for men, too. I'm like, I just want to tell you what I was doing. I mean, literally, when I was 18, I I think I started my own business at 19. That was the first time I went down and filed for an LLC, filed for a fictitious business name. And I probably wasn't making a lot of money in this business, but it taught me a lot. I operated. I was kind of business minded. And then I saw, hey, I wanted to coach some high school basketball. And then I combined that and started my own AAU club team that had a fifth, sixth, fifth and sixth grade team, a seventh and eighth grade team, and a high school team. I was 19 years old. I was like, I'm doing this. And I had all of these parents writing me checks to my damn name and business name. And I was running this year around until I saw other people coaching high school and college basketball. Then I was like, you know what? I want to coach college ball. Then I volunteered my senior year at the school that I was at, volunteer coach. Then I became a high school head coach. Then I came back and was a part time assistant coach at the college. And then I was a full time coach. And then, and this was all for the age of 22. I did all of that by 22 and 23. I was on the path. I was like. Before that, I was sitting there. uh, I worked in a factory during the off season of track and football. I mean, basketball, track and basketball. I worked in a factory with a lot of Hispanic dudes. And they used to sit there. (laughs) They used to call me no trabajo. All right. Every time they see me, hey, no trabajo. No trabajo. No trabajo aquí. They used to call me no trabajo. That means no work, all right? And so, because what happened was I would have basketball and football and track practice, and then I would come in and do some work, extra work or something like that. And I came in seasonally because I knew the CEO. And the CEO was like, oh, we'll teach you how to work. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, no trabajo. So they work all year round, and then I would come in seasonally, Hey, hey, no trabajo. They would call me no work. And so um I would come in, work like two hours and go home. So that's why they called me no work, no trabajo. And um I was doing that at a at a printing company, uh, shrink wrapping and packing boxes. Right. So that was like 17, 18, and something like that. It was crazy. And I learned a whole bunch of bad poor Spanish back then. I was not even part-time, dude. I was like. I think my checks were like $80 a month, <laughs> or something like that, from high school going into junior college or something like that. It was a mess. Crazy, man. But look, <clears throat> sorry for coughing. You got to find your niche and get out the starting blocks. Oh, you know, they used to call me a bad word for black in Spanish, too. I can't say. I don't know if I can say that. Can I say what they used to call me? It was a, a it was a supposedly a bad word about black people in Spanish. It begins with an M. I don't know if I can say it. I don't want to get censored on YouTube. It begins with an M. It wasn't Negro, but it was a M word. Shout out to the, so yeah, it was the M word. And that's why I was like, yep, there it is. Wayne Black got it. Yep. And I was like, what does that mean? I was dumb. I was like, yeah, I can't say it. Anyway. So this was 16 and 17. <laughs> anyway, shout out to you. shout out all those guys probably still work there right now, like 35, 25 years later. They probably still work there. All right. So anyway, <laughs> not a lot of super chats. What do we got here? Uh Sean Mason, shout out to you. Thank you for being here. Uh SAU engineering the struggle is here. Women are using all tricks in the book. I see them posting on IG, and when I see them out they have one drink the whole night looking around and posing like if they were rich it is going on right now brothers hey man there's people that are struggling they ladies are struggling man oh boy is there any women in here that are not struggling raise your hand <laughs> somebody already said the m word it's all about the top all right uh Reform Man 75, he says, did you catch the story about the Navy guy who caught his ex in bed getting his cheeks or getting her cheeks clapped? Naval officer, well, that doesn't surprise me. Jody got your girl. Navy officer finds woman, wife, getting her cheeks busted. <laughs> Poor guy. Navy sailor, oh, he deleted her. Oh, he deleted the lover. Oh, my goodness. He shot the boyfriend. See, this is why I tell you, stop messing with wives, man. Don't mess with wives. They're useless to mess with. He deleted them. This is why I do not mess with wives. Peace leave is not worth dying over. All right? Not at all. Not at all. Shout out to the Cash app. Let me check out what's going on over there to the brothers here on the Cash app. I think I got to go to this phone, to the rat phone, and honor the brothers who hit me up on Cash app. Who hit me up? We'll get back to the show. We'll get back to the show. Uh, shout out to uh Dewanis Alexander. He says for the M word, which is Mandingo. <laughs> they didn't, de- I wish they didn't call me Mandingo. That wasn't it. Shout out to XL Pro Services in the building. Appreciate you, man. Eric Watson says, he says, I'm just saying this is to the 25 year old. Oh, we were talking about that this morning. He would. you were just saying this to the 25 year old um shout out to the naval officer it ain't worth clapping a wife's cheek leave the wives alone man there's too many girls out here shout out to hasheen shabazz says raiders got Devonte adams code. indeed indeed they did raider nation is in the house right all right we're gonna have we're gonna see man this season is gonna be interesting all right it's gonna be interesting i don't know what to do right all right russell wilson is not gonna do nothing with denver They got some pieces, but he's done. He don't want to play no football. (laughs) All right. I got to get back to the show for the people who want to watch it. Hey, if you want to watch later, we'll have the uh, timestamps on here. Here we go. Uh, Daddy number three. So four, three, two, one. All right. Four, three, two, one. All right. Daddy number three is the disinterested or works a lot daddy, or he's a co-parent daddy. He only sees his kids occasionally. He works in a masculine job like a military or police officer daddy. He's a pastor daddy type of pastor daddy, or he's the daddy that just shows love by paying for stuff. Daddy. All right. So everybody gets the daddy in mind. He's like the husband. He's the worker bee. He works in a masculine job. He's kind of just strong and stringent, kind of not, not too stringent, but he's a masculine guy. He has his rules. Follow my rules. He's disinterested, kind of disconnected. Mom will take care of it. Just tell mom what it costs and tell her to swipe the card, daddy. All right, that daddy. We got the money in the account. You want your prom dress? I'm not going to the place to look at prom dresses. Just pay for it, all right? And I'll show up on picture day, all right? That, That type of daddy, all right? So this is the type of daddy you got right now, all right? And so the yes, dear daddy, all right? The daddy like, look, this ain't my responsibility, daddy. The daddy, when she trying on bathing suits and she's like, dad, come with me to try try on bathing suits. He's like, oh, hell no, no, no. Tell your mama to go out there. I ain't no." The daddy that when she buys a sexy bathing suit, he said, what the hell you got on, daddy? <laughs> and so the mom probably is a stay at home mom. The mom is probably over involved and overcompensating for where dad is not. So dad is paying the bills and he works. He works kind of odd hours. So. If he's a military dad, a cop, a firefighter, he's not always home. Or he's an entrepreneur dad. He works a lot. He's an executive dad. He's not home a lot to be there for the kid. Now, the kid at that age, daughters specifically, they don't understand this. It makes no sense to them. Even if you explain it, hey, somebody got to somebody got to pay for the roof over your head. So gotta, somebody's got to pay every time you need something because every time a teenager needs something, it costs between $500 to $1,000. So I don't have time to be here all the time, Daddy. Okay, so your mom is here. This is her job. I'm here putting food on the table, Daddy, right? And so he's not yelling at her. He's not confrontational with her. Um, when the daughter needs something, she says, Daddy, I need to talk to you. And the daddy's like, okay, uh, w- what do you want, dear? Looking at his laptop. Uh, yeah, I got uh, to call at 5 o'clock. Uh, can you make it quick? That type of daddy. All right. Somebody says $500 to $1,000. Yes, sir. All right. When you have teenagers. When you have teenagers, what you have to understand. Teenagers. This is how it works. Kids, kids and toddlers, their needs are between five and fifty dollars. All right. When they become, uh, you know, children like fifth, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, their problems are between 50 and 100, maybe 50 and 200. Teenagers' issues are always between 500 and $2,000. That's where they are. Oh, I got to play. I got to, I'm on a cheerleading team. I made the cheerleading team. It's going to cost $6,000. They're going to cheer in Florida. That's another $2,000. You're like, God dang. I'm going to play on this AAU team. I got drafted on this AAU team. How much that costs? $3,000. dollars <laughs> you sitting there like, Good Lord have mercy, bro. All right. But when they're a kid, they play for the little rec league. That's twenty. That's $99, all right? And then they need some shoes. Oh, I need the AU program and some shoes. And, and the regular high school participation fee. Stuff costs thousands of dollars for teenagers. And you'll get hemmed up at once, right out the blue, if you have more than one teenager. They'll hit you up. One teenager needs $2,500, and the other teenager needs $1,200. Like the right now. right now and you're sitting there like excuse me (laughs) now since i worked in sports and i worked in in education and i worked on college and high school campuses i'm well well aware of this so it doesn't catch me off guard but other parents it catches them off guard all the time and i'm like man would y'all figure it out you're gonna need a lot of money now when they start driving the insurance is gonna kick up and extra hundreds of dollars a month then they're gonna need gas then homecomings then prom then the um then the uh then the the other sadie hawkins dance okay it, there's gonna be some bullshit coming up man it's it's crazy so teenagers cost a ton of money then you gotta be talking about college then they gotta take the sat then they got and somebody said, don't have two girls. If you have two girls, see, I have a girl and a boy. And if you have daughters, forget about it. You're going to be broke like a hell. Yeah, grad night. Then they need to study for this. Then they got to go do visiting colleges. Then they got to go to summer camp. We talking about thousands of dollars every time they open their damn mouth. All right. <laughs> He's sitting there. People don't get it. And they always go, oh, I'm on the uh, National Honor Society. I'm on the debate team. we going to Sacramento. We going to Orlando. You like (laughs) that don't even count the food. Then they got tutoring. Oh, I'm failing Spanish. All right. I need to get you a tutor on. Yep. Private coaching for training private training for sports. All right. Crazy. And that's just to even get them to the next level. So a lot of parents don't understand this. So a lot of times the dad. Yeah. Think about Lizzo concert, right? Think about the dad. The dad is overly consumed. If he's present, he's there, but he's disconnected because he's stressed out. He's like, my daughter needs stuff. If he has multiple daughters, he ain't got time to be getting connected with them because he's got to get money. He got to get money. I got money. Now, here's the here's the kicker. The dad knows if he doesn't support his daughters in these endeavors, they're going to grow up and they're going to find men to support them, okay? So as a father, remember Chris Rock said, your most important role is to keep your daughter off the pole. Now, that was in the 90s he said that, but the pole now is OnlyFans, Instagram modeling, seeking arrangements, and Snapchat premium, right, and selling feet pictures. That's the new strippers. So in that mind, he knows that if he doesn't do it and he withdraws his money and his support, and he says, look, okay, if you want me present, I'll be present, but I can't buy you these opportunities, then she's going to find a man in the future to do so. She's going to find a man to do it. And guys, I, I know this for it. I know this by experience. <laughs> right now, I'm laying with other men's daughters right now who they could not support and not fund for them to get to the next spot. And so they're having to lay with Coach. And I'm the new daddy. Yeah, they got to work at Hooters. This is, the, this is the world we live in right now. This is the world we're living in because the fathers could not get to that next step. A lot of fathers will say, okay, you're 18 now. You're 18 now. I don't have to support you. I'm not paying your rent. I'm not paying your gas. You have to do it. You have a job. I might have paid for some junior college. I might have paid your college, or whatever, but I'm not paying anymore. And guess what? They're going to find a new daddy. They're going to find a new daddy. Unfortunately, they got to lay down in bed with that daddy. <laughs> that's all that's that's all that's happening. So if you're a if you have a daughter, you basically have to take two choices. Don't pay for her and let her lay with other older men or pay for her so she doesn't have to. And even then, she'll still do it. I actually know a girl who is a sorority girl. She's a senior. She's about to graduate. And she's like, my dad paid for everything. I don't have a financial um, I don't have a financial need in the world because he still pays for all of his kids. However, she's still on seeking arrangements. Okay. Mm. Because she likes older men. Okay. Now, this woman's in college. So this is the absent dollar, the absent daddy, or the, the disconnected daddy, the masculine job daddy, the construction worker daddy, the plumber business daddy. This is the daddy. What's gonna happen? Stay-at-home mom. She's probably gonna marry. This woman's gonna get married at one particular point. This woman's going to get married and um, she's going to crave a masculine figure. So she's going to marry someone like daddy. She's going to marry someone like daddy because she respects daddy in the end. At some point, she's going to be like, "Damn, my daddy really did that thing. <laughs> right? He kept me off the stripping pole. He kept he kept me from selling feet pictures. OK, um, and she's going to crave that masculine figure. And so oftentimes she'll want to feel small and like a little girl with this masculine man. She'll choose a cop because daddy was a cop. She'll choose a firefighter because daddy was a firefighter. She'll choose the guy that overly works and he's hustler, he's an ambitious uh guy because daddy was so uh the same thing. And she'll be willing to be the stay-at-home mom herself. She'll get married and fulfill that role. Now, she'll like to cuddle up and curl up in your lap. These are the girls that curl up and cuddle in your lap. So there's t- different type of girls who are on let's just say uh, that 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 are with older men for a little bit of jasmine rights. There's girls that'll come over and just be like, "All right, get it over with." And there's girls that literally are like, they'll curl up like a kitten into your lap because they're like, "Ah, oh, this is what I need." They can't get younger guys to settle down and do this, but they need a masculine figure. And a lot of times they'll go for older guys and they'll just want to cuddle up. You think you think you're serving a you think they're serving a purpose for you, but you're serving a purpose for them on the back end and you're like dang you don't want to I'm supposed to be clapping your cheeks and you're like oh just let me cuddle up with you for a little bit it's weird it's crazy but it's it happens like that now the other option of this woman that's one option the other option for this woman is she could be a complete rebel she can say my daddy ain't looking all right my daddy ain't going to catch me he ain't paying attention no big deal OK, so I'm going to do what I got to do, and I'm going to go out there and sneak around on my daddy. Although my daddy is a th- the authority figure and I fear him, I don't respect him because he hasn't been around. All right. And he he's not paying attention. So he's not going to pay attention when I sneak out the window. And she'll sneak out the window and do things and sneak back in and daddy won't know any of it. All right. So she also looks at men as ATMs, So they could be the reverse effect. She could want a guy like this, but she can also say this guy is a useful idiot and men are just pay. So that's what she learned in her connection with her mom and dad. Well, he's just an ATM. My dad's a human ATM. So I want a human ATM. And so she'll get a sugar daddy who's a human ATM and she'll have no problems with it. She'll go out in public. She'll parade around and she'll do all the little cute things. Oh, hi, sweet. And pinch his cheeks, just like she's a little girl to daddy. And she'll get up there laying his lap. He'll roll around in her body for five strokes. She'll get her money, and then she'll be, oh, thank you very much. And she'll go out there and shake her ass at the club. (laughs) She becomes sugar baby, number one. And she knows how to do it because she just sees him as an ATM. So um, this is what happens with this type of daughter. It can go either one way or another, or it could be a spectrum. She can go back and forth to these type of uh, lives here. All right. So I did say Connecticut was going down, so I did get that one. I wasn't confident in Connecticut. All right, so I'm good there. I better check out my bracket here. All right, let me see what my bracket's doing. I, I think I have moved up a spot. Hold up for a second. All right, I done moved up a spot. Your boy, uh, the actual King Smith out here was up in here getting the leaderboard going. What's going on? Give me the leaderboard over here. All right. Where did I move up? Did I move up? Oh, hell no. <laughs> i must have oh i did move up i did move up yeah oh yeah oh I'm. Mean, hey hey i'm back in time for first place i'm back time for first place boy i was i was sinking a little bit the, wait is that mine maybe that's somebody else's oh no that's me hold up say <laughs> like, hold up uh where we at mate We got a couple of women in our brackets too. Shout out to the hey yo! Shout out to the female coach gang members in here. Are y'all gonna get on my bracket challenge? But you're not gonna send me feed pictures. That's a violation. That's a violation, ladies. That is a violation. Mm. We got a couple of ladies in the in the bracket. Know what? I'm gonna show up the leaderboard right now. I'm gonna show up the leaderboard. All right. So uh, we got the bracket challenge. Too late, y'all can't get in it. Uh, which one of these do I want to show y'all? Hold on, I got too many up. Do well, I got this? Can y'all see that? So that's the leaderboard. How many people we got in the bracket challenge? We got sixty something. All right, y'all better pay y'all. Y'all better pay y'all tithes too, man. All right, so look at all the people tied for first at eight. So that means a couple people took some L's recently because we eight was the leader, and now a couple people then took some L's. All right, and so where's Coach? I'm I'm down here, right? I think I'm right here tied for first. So we got eight right now. Eight is the leader. Nobody has a perfect bracket, I don't think, at this point. Some of y'all brackets is busted. Hold up, look. Oh, wait, look how many people are tied for first. Oh, this is going to be a heat. We're going to be down to a dead heat. This is fun. All right, I love running a bracket. I love this time of the year. It's not updated yet? Okay. Jim H is like, I'm winning. <laughs> Shout out to Jim H. Jim H is like, hey, yo, 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 don't show it yet, Sean. Jim H is like, Sean, you're ahead of yourself, Sean. <laughs> where are we at? Oh, man, this is fun. All right, so where are we doing here? Let me check the Super Chats. Where are we doing here? Shout out to Hashim, said we getting Devontae Adams. We in here. This got to be a Super Bowl run, Super Bowl run, 2DU universe. What did you say, brother? He says this generation got the Manny Fresh stud daddy issues. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, man, I forgot something here. Speaking of Manny Fresh, all right, a lot of these women here, which women will go adventurous, meaning she's a trisexual? I forgot that. Oh, that's coming up next. That's coming up next, the trisexuals. I got I to gotta put that in here. All right, speaking of Manny Fresh, because he looks like, I can't tell you what he looks like because people will get offended. <laughs> all right, but Manny Fresh looked like, uh, you know what he looks like. All right, shout out to uh, uh, Dylan Z. Appreciate you, brother. Young and retired, no cap. XX describes work. Me, English mother lover. Do you speak English? English. Who ca- I don't do men don't talk about their jobs like this. I guess they do maybe with other dudes. What do you do, John? Oh, John. Oh, I'm an executive assistant. I'm an executive uh, vice president of the EVP, of the CEO of the 9, 915, of the 911. Well, I'm a double agent. When they with other dudes, but dudes when they're with women don't talk about jobs. But women when they're with dudes, always talking about jobs. Can y'all stop talking about your damn job? I cannot talk to women about jobs. It, It is so boring. That's the most boring. Hey, ladies, if you listen to me, that is the most boring thing you can talk about. But it's all projection. She's trying to get information from you. So she'll show you how important she is. Oh, I got this. I... So I could focus on my career. And guess what? When the bill comes for dinner, her ass acting like she don't see it. Oh, I thought you was Miss Yob Woman. I thought you had a career in a job. <laughs> now you sitting there Now you ain't got enough money Because your job don't pay no damn money Okay mm. Nobody wants to hear all that garbage Gobbly What do you do Well what we do is we work on the infrastructure And we take the remaining maintenance uh, you, know, you get here when they talk all that technical jargon They sound like they're doing an interview Well what we did was we manifested And we reverse engineered the Uh, infrastructure for the uh, maintaining the balance and the the discrepancies of what? (laughs) What is this jibber jabber you're talking about? What do you do in plain English? English, nothing. You don't do nothing. You push pencils and papers around. That's what you do. All right. You you shoot off emails. (laughs) Just say you shoot emails off. All right. That's what you do. (laughs) Because listen, I've had jobs. Job some not that important. I don't make them sound important. Yeah, I hate what I do. That's what I would start off with. Yeah, I got a job. I hate it. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to Pac-Man in the building. Oh my goodness. Shout out to Jason Webb. Thank you, sir, for being here. Bobby Wilson, my girl, cooks for her father on weekends and cleans his house after her parents split. Is it a good thing? Oh, that's pretty cool of her, man. Hey, you want. You want that there was another guy was saying the daddy daughter date are you the same guy? That's pretty cool of her. that's nice of her. uh maybe she appreciates her daddy. you know what I mean there's one there's only one negative drawback to that and don't get a dirty mind. There's only one negative drawback to that, and that is probably that she's so enamored with her father and and is or, that she'll never be number one man in her life. That's the only thing that's the only thing. Like, everything her father says will be like God said it, all right? And so you'll never be that guy. But it's okay. That's the only thing, maybe. Uh, Triggerverse says, my daddy is Big Papa Pump. Pause. Moose Hefner says, coach, I've noticed on dating apps a lot of women are atheists. Is that a red flag? Um, Not atheism is not a red flag, but um, if she is saying that, that means she's non-traditional. She's not going, you know, don't hit her with anything biblical in terms of describing women. She's very much, that would be the closest to feminism, right? So atheism is not a problem. I understand atheism for sure. All right. But it is for her, it is for you. All right. Because she's basically saying she's godless and she doesn't use religion as a moral compass. So therefore, you don't know where her compass is morality-wise. It can be anything. She could be a good, righteous person still, or she could be an absolute freak until the day, until the dawn. A lot of women are becoming atheists. And the reason why, you know what the reason why? I'm kind of finding this stream. I literally can't find this stream that I did on witchcraft. There was a short version that I did on Witchcraft. I have the long call-in show version. I can't find the short version anywhere. I'm looking on all my hard drives, pause. But they're practicing witchcraft. And I know you guys don't really understand this because you guys are Puritans. You guys are plugged in, non-NPCs, ham and eggers. But women watch, which they, they play, they watch. Women participate in various realms of witchcraft so she could be signaling that she participates in witchcraft right and they're not gonna outright say it but they're gonna give you hints you know what i mean she's gonna say something like namaste she's gonna say something like what is your what is your birthstone or what are your birth what do they call it what is your birth sign and then she'll talk about the compatibility of birth signs that's a pre that's a pre. That's a precursor to what she really does. Then she'll start talking about gemstones. And then she'll start talking about, you know, spells and parallel universes. And then she'll start, I mean, she just cracked. She just cracking the surface, bro. <laughs> you get in there all of a sudden, but you know, if you practice, if you're an atheist or you practice witchcraft, you're good. But if you don't, and you're a Puritan and you're a ham and egger, you're a knuckle-dragger from uh, Des Moines, Iowa. You're going to get caught off guard. You're going to get caught off guard. She's going to be flipping cards on you. Oh, have you ever practiced cards? Nah, what kind of cards are you talking about? Oh, sit down. Watch this. And she start flipping cards on your ass. She's going to be looking like... <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Weiss. Uh, appreciate you, sir. Uh, Den, Denley Nelson. Mr. D. Nelson's in the building. Thank you, sir. Ryan is in the building. Who else? We're going to do these last two and get back to number two and one. Abel returns to Eden says, uh, Much love again, dear coach. For the first time, I got the hate Stranger text from a toxic female ex boss today. I was so shook. I had to disinfect my phone. I felt so violated. I blocked her. Oh, um, it's Hey Stranger season in the building. It's Hey Stranger season. All right. You're here, man. I, and I I say these things to prepare you for these things. The reason why I tell you is because it's going to happen to you. It's not going to happen all the time, but these things are going to happen, so i tell you these stories. And people are saying don't eat the spaghetti. Yes, in, in Baton Rouge, when I lived in Baton Rouge, when I lived in Baton Rouge, women put me on to the spaghetti thing. All right. Because I remember this, this woman that I worked with set me up with this woman who uh, was her hairstylist everybody knows stop profession hairstylist is up there all right and i did a video on that one long time ago so don't tell me i stole that idea all right and i've done a tiktok on it a long time ago all right so um so anyway she set me up with her hairstylist and her hairstylist was a tiny you know in baton rouge you you know i had to date black women so she was a black woman <laughs> i was in the south you know I couldn't just go around, roll around because I worked at Southern University. I couldn't just bring all the white girls to the school. All right. So um, this was a little tiny black girl. I can't even remember her name, but I think it was like Tamika. Again, you'll you'll forget about all these women. I think I was 24 years old at the time. All right. I don't even remember. I think her name was Tamika. And she was a dark-skinned little black woman. And, and she, this was when Erica Badu was hot. This is when Erica Badu was hot. So, I don't even remember seeing this woman in daylight. I would always go to her crib and smash. So, this woman, I would go into her, this was night, no, no. This was 2002, 2001, 2002, I believe. So, you know, she playing Erica Badu in the background. oh, we, 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 dee we is <laughs> she playing the air cup I do she got the incense burning I oh I she basically oh the doors unlocked. I walk in and it's red light you know what I mean the lights are always dim it's always dark and spooky up in that mug I walk in there it felt like the thriller music was coming on woohoo <laughs> just walk in there like what oh. she out there smoking weed She's smoking a joint. <laughs> it's is burning, and I'm going in there. And she was small. I remember she was tiny and foldable. I walk in. I don't even remember ever. I can't even say I remember seeing her in in daylight, in light, because I'd always go over there at night. I could. I don't even know what she looked like, bro. <laughs> so anyway, this is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So anyway, my my friend, my coworker tells me, "Oh, how's Tamika?" Oh, she's cool. She's like, let me tell you something. Whatever you do, do not eat her spaghetti. <laughs> she was like, whatever you do, do not eat her spaghetti. She even had the beads that you walk into her bedroom with the beads. Like, you know what I mean? Those bead strands that go from the ceiling to the floor and that's in the doorway. She had the beads too. <laughs> it's real, some real witch voodoo stuff. So, anyway. The woman said, do not eat her spaghetti. And I'm new to, to the South. I'm like, why? She was like, they put their period blood in their spaghetti. And so she knows this woman. And she knows she probably next to an Erica Badu type type witch. you know. And I'm sitting there like, really? They do that stuff? And she was like, yes, do not. If she invites you over in the spaghetti, do not eat it. I was like, what? Holy crap. But I think she was a witch. I think she was. Like, she was, like, you know, she had all the, but she was super duper nice. She was super easy. She let me give, she she gave me all access tour of that body. <laughs> it was an all access. And then they have this thing about being gay in the South as a male. So if you do certain things, they'd be like, oh, he gay. I'm like, you the one gave me access. But I think she was a witch. Like, I think she practiced for real the craft. I didn't eat no spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, they actually have a um, I don't know if it's Italians, but they even have something like I think another European country actually had their women will put their allegedly put their period blood in their spaghetti to keep their family tighter. I'm going to look this up because I know people are going to say, "Nah, you tripping, coach." Let me see something. Cuz they would keep to keep their family closer, they would put their period blood in their pasta sauce. Hold up for a second. I'm giving y'all too much information here. Don't quote me on it. Wait a minute. I've read it somewhere. to keep family closer. Here it is right here. So, um, okay. I got an African article. I have an article in Australia. I have a New York post article. Okay. So this is right here. So nobody can flag the video for me lying. I'm going to give you the reference right here. Hopefully the stream doesn't turn off. Somebody said Morocco. Uh, here's the here's an article right here. Here's a woman right here. A woman claims drinking. Oh, I can't show that. She claims drinking menstrual blood improved her health. Uh, let's see right here. A Spanish influencer has revealed Spanish. That's Europe. Is revealed that she embedded her own blood to. This comes in January twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Um. That she embedded her own blood to improve her health and well-being, a practice that scientists believe is bloody stupid, all right? And uh, she's a self-appointed sacred woman empowerment mentor, which, all right, so uh, let's see here. Here's an article here. Of the Women Who Sneak Period Blood in Their Partner's Food, 2021, by Karen Carolyn Duncan. There it is right there it says right here um let me see here it turns out that there are people out there who enjoy cooking with it uh let's see right here in some cultures such as african american hoodoo culture there we go i was right that's the south southern louisiana and in sicilian folk magic i was right again i said italian i'm going to read it again in some cultures such as african american hoodoo culture and in sicilian folk magic It's believed that serving menstrual blood to a man will captivate his sexual attraction. You don't need any spells to go along with it. Supposedly, the woman's secret is added to the man's consciousness, and he'll either become obsessed with her, commit to her, or never stray, depending on what the owner of the blood is trying to achieve. Men in these cultures are often warned not to accept brown or red drinks or food with brown or red sauces from unmarried women because some minxies related witchcraft might be afoot. Okay, so I'm not making this up. I'm not made it up. i not made it up. I put my source up there. I showed you. I showed you that I'm not lying. This is definitely something that goes on in the South. Them Erica Badu chicks be doing this. And it that it's not just the black ac- hoodoo culture. It's e- even Sicilians. They said so. Y'all learn stuff from me, right? And y'all, I just proved again I'm right. I, I I'm I don't make stuff up. Somebody says my girl, my grandma already to- always told me my grand dude. They be doing this stuff. <laughs> uh, not all, but it's done. Steven White's coach, I have three daughters, twins that are 11 and 10 years old. I foresee an increase in my child support soon because my ex-wife is always getting their hair done almost in the six-figure club. And so if they do some sort of gymnastics or some sort of dance and they need their hair done on the regular, you're going to pay for it. Uh, or they're going to ask for an increase to pay for that stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, what about Kool-Aid? Same thing. All right, Marcus Maurice Hurd says some gump definitely ate that. Some d- some gump definitely ate some of that stuff. It's crazy. Art Stanton, he says my mom just told me. This is true. It's true. It's true. Art Stanton says James Farstad was forced out as head of the Minnesota Viking Stadium due to unconscious gender bias against an employee who got a $110,000 bag and ran. I don't know what happened there. And (laughs) And Dexter, the Jamaican, he might be able to speak on this as well. What does Dexter say? Dexter says, Coach, in Jamaica, it's the stew peas. Don't eat it. Jeez. That is, this is crazy. So in Jamaica, it's the stew peas. So if they make you these things, a lot of people who are, um, we did the witchcraft show. Even some women called in and talked about um, either them or they had extensive knowledge on this witchcraft stuff, right? Remember that one woman called during the witchcraft show. I was like, boy, she had me scared. She was like, oh, I'm 21. Remember she had a real childish voice. And she was like, oh, I'm 24 years old. I was like, is your mama here? And she knew everything. She was talking about scribing. She was talking about the black. What did she call it? The black mirror. Because we were talking about little spirits. She was talking about the fact that iPhones have a black mirror. And she talked about scribing. Remember that woman called? And I was like, I know you a witch. <laughs> I was like, this. Remember, I was like, oh, my ball's starting to hurt listening to her. So watch out, guys. Watch out when you're dealing with people. So when he asked about the atheist, that's kind of a hint that she might be into gems and crystals and cards and, and, um, what do you call it? Uh, signs and 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 the whole little uh, what do you call it? The years, the calendars, they can be in a whole bunch of stuff, and I, they're starting this young because my daughter has friends and they be coming over with crystals. I'll be like, "Hey, y'all, go outside with all that." <laughs> right? This girl was in my car. She looked. <laughs> I can't even describe. I'm not even going to diss her because she's not of age, but. By the time I was looking at her, I thought that all I saw was a black hat and a broom. I was like, "Oh hell no. She was in the back. Yes, I carry these crystals everywhere I go." I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> I was like, "Get out. Get out. I was going to leave her ass on the side of the road. No, you ain't going to me all of my all of a sudden yeah, astrology. That's what I was thinking of. All of a sudden my tire is going to go flat. <laughs> and she going to cast a spell on me. Oh, that's another thing they cast spells on you. They cast spells on you. Don't underestimate this. Tarot cards. Yeah. Somebody says crystals are okay. All right. Gemstones and all this stuff. It is what it is. But see, we we were raised as Puritans and overly religious. So this stuff scares us because we don't understand it. Right. So we immediately go into the Salem witch trial. All right. So listen, timestamp gang is in the building. Uh. Father number two, so four, if you're just joining us, father number four was the a-hole jerk, didn't love her, or the all-out absent father. She ends up becoming the guy, who, uh, the woman who chases 30 Tyrones to make it work, all right? The disinterested, works out a co-parent, a co-parent who's a good, co-parent dads overly compensate. They overcompensate as a dad. They would never be the dad they would be if they were married. So now, since they're a co-parent, they gotta do overcompensation, and so um but they are basically absent from the child's life half the child's life Uh, so then they're absent okay or the the masculine worker dad cop plumber pastor and the money dad so this woman will either go one or two ways she will overly crave a man's attention a masculine man's attention not a chad or a tyrone but a masculine man and then um or she will be a rebel all right so the number two dad is the weak Absent again, bully, the bully dad. He bullies the kids. Um, overprotective, abusive, or stepdad. They're all kind of one in the same. All right, although there's a kind of one contradiction in there. Okay, the bully dad, the dad that you know punishes punishes the kids with corporal punishment and tries to scare and intimidate the kids. And say, if you come in here, I'm going to kick you. You know what I mean? And that type of dad. The overprotective dad. The dad that nails all of her window shut dad. The abusive dad. Verbally abusive. Could have been sexually abusive. That has to be discussed at some particular point. And then she has this weird relationship with this dad. She's been abused already by this dad. So, or a stepfather who's there just to get walked all over dad. He's completely, or the weak dad. So this dad right here, these are all these dads go in the same category. Now, this father right here is going to have a rebel, all right? His daughter's going to be a rebel. She cannot wait to get from up under this dude's thumb. She doesn't respect her stepfather yet, but this will be the woman that will all outrage for stepfathers When you say you don't date, you wouldn't date a single mom. This, the one will pop off and say, well, my stepdaddy was fantastic. And I say, well, you're 28 years old. Did you think he was fantastic when you were 16? Nope. No, you hated that dad. You didn't respect that dad. You told that man that you ain't my daddy. That's what you told that man. And you gave that daddy pure hell. All right. So uh, she's going to all out rebel. She's going to miss her father, father. All right, if she's a stepdad. And so this woman typically will do things that she thinks is okay now and it won't affect her later. Like she'll get the chest tattoo. She'll get a tattoo on her thigh. This is what she's gonna do. And then later on, she'll figure out she's gonna get all kinds of problems and bite back from society. Rainbow hair, bull nose ring, um, you know, tattoo the, the piercing of the, the cheek. Uh, eyebrow piercing. All right. She's a white girl and she grows dreadlocks. All right. Mm. (laughs) This girl is going to be a rebel to society. She's going to be a rebel to the world. She's going to be a rebel to her father and she's going to do everything that her father that she's going to do everything opposite of what her father wanted. So he wanted her to be a nun and she's going to be a 304. She's going to be a stripper. She's going to be a trisexual. She's going to have no identity, but claim she has an identity every year. She's going to have a new identity, all right? But she's going to overly rail for that. One day she'll be super Christian. Then the next day she'll be super atheist. And then the next day she'll be into homosexuality. The next day she'll be straight and arrow and straight as an arrow. All right. And then the next day she'll be overly obsessed with black lives matter. Then the next day she'll be a white supremacist. All right. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be all over the place. Definitely going to be a feminist, all right? Tattoos everywhere, willy-nilly, all right? No rhyme or reason, Elter Skelter tattoos all over the place. And then she's going to be mad that everybody prejudges her. Why are these people prejudging me, all right? Because you're a rebel. You don't you don't fit in the context. And you don't even know if you're coming or going, all right? So this person, the it, when her dad's a bully and her dad tells, you know, the dad doesn't let her out, and he's overly protective of her. And he's like, you can't do this. You can't do that. She can't wait to turn 18. All right. If she's going to dye her hair black, she's going to be emo. She'll be a cutter. You know what I mean? She'll threaten to come, jump off a bridge. You know, you don't know what she's going to get, but she's going to be cool as hell. She's going to be cool. See, one of the, these girls also, you're going to judge a book by their cover. So you'll immediately not want to talk to them. But then when you actually talk to them, you're like, you ain't really that bad of a human being. You're actually pretty cool. However, you don't want to be seen with them in your circle, at least in my circle. I'm like, I can't bring you to my neighborhood. You're cool and all. <laughs> you cool and all. Kentucky lost? Now that's going to hurt. I knew they ass was weak. I knew they were ass. <laughs> right. hold on for a second. It's 43 seconds left. They got time, according to my chart. So what else will happen here with this particular woman? She'll ride the carousel and she'll see no problem with it. She's the one that says, what's wrong with 150 body count? This is going to be this person right here because she has to say that because it's going to be apparent she has a body count of 150. So she has to somewhere claim that. Now, she did this because her father, her father was overprotective. First week of college, she was banging four or five guys. All right. i worked on college campuses and I saw this the girls who were giving it up like crazy on the first week of college had strong overprotective fathers overprotective. I mean, like the father would come to me and say, my daughter's a straight a student and she was the MVP of her league. And she played nonstop club basketball. She was this, she was that the father leaves the father leaves and her ass on the doing monkey double backflip. Soon as she get in the dorm, <laughs> the defensive backs. She the Arizona State dorm. Yeah, this the church pastor daughter. So this the church pastor daughter, the overly protective hellfire brimstone church pastor. Soon as he drop her ass off, she getting clapped. And she getting clapped with enthusiasm. Freshman year, I've seen it with my own eyes. I know three girls for sure that I've coached over the years. They came to school with the overprotective dad and was getting shoved. I was like, Lord, I was like, your dad is an old Christian pastor. What the hell? And so she could not wait till daddy was out of town. First time he was five hours away driving back home. Oh my God, I miss my girl, daddy's little girl. We used to go to the ice cream shop together and we used to sit and watch movies. I would watch her funny Disney movies and we sit up watching Frozen and we sit up watching Little Mermaid. I would miss my girl. I know she's going to be sitting there holding her teddy bear that she she took from her bedroom. She got her teddy bear. She's out there hugging, missing her daddy. I think I'm going to text her right now as a way on my way home. Let me text my baby girl let me text her baby girl yo daddy miss you I miss the times we used to go get ice cream you know what she doing <laughs> and I had to let one dad know I actually had to let a dad know because he got mad at me his daughter came oh man Kentucky did lose that's a racket buster So this dad, literally, his daughter came to school. She was a highly touted player recruit. She came to school, um, and uh, he was a controlling, overbearing, overprotective dad, and um, she came to school, and my even my players was coming to me because my players shared everything with the coach. Uh, <clears throat> but also, when you're the head coach, I was a head coach at this time, you're almost the last to know. So by the time the news gets to you, it, the whole campus has the news. All right. But when you're the assistant coach, you get the news early because you're cool. So I'm an authority figure. I'm the head coach. The players coming to me, yo, coach, that girl is wild. (laughs) They like she in the bushes with football players. She nonstop. They was like she had five dudes in three days. And so the dad, by the time the end of the semester came, she struggled. She was. Injured and ineligible, she was out of condition. She she couldn't just latch on. Typical freshman bullshit. All right. Anyway, she got sent back home because at our school, if you're ineligible, they yank your scholarship. So they yanked your scholarship. And so she was ineligible. I was like, You lost your scholarship. So they sent her back home. All right. And so we told her we told her dad to come get her. So the dad's sending me this letter, this and that, and you did this, and you didn't do that, and you did this. And I was like, Listen <laughs> I was like, "Listen, um, I'm not supposed to tell you this because the way college works is parents don't have to know jack ish what their daughter's doing, okay, so as a as a- like I can't tell a parent their daughter's grades because that's against the law. she's an adult, so that's her business, and it's against the law for me to tell." a parent her business because that's an adult. She's an adult. So I could not discuss our kids grades like if the parent called up, "How's my daughter doing in school?" I can't tell you. It's against the law for me to tell you. Okay? Uh that's how college works. I can't call up college and see how my kid is doing. So I would tell him, "Well, she ain't doing too well." <laughs> and then and then um Basically, I have to tell her, man, your daughter been rolling around. (laughs) Your daughter been rolling, rolling, rolling down the river. I was like, you better go check your daughter's hymen or something. Because what I didn't heard. (laughs) So what else will happen with this particular woman? Um, This woman will marry someone. She will marry someone. And But the the man she'll marry, well, she'll treat the guy like this woman right here. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? And so what she'll do is she'll marry, but she won't be affectionate. You guys ever be with a woman like that? She wants to marry. She wants to be a wife, but she's not overly affectionate. Like, can you marry her because she's cool, and she's your best friend and your buddy. But you have asexual thing with her, but it's not really affectionate. She's not really passionate about it uh, because she's kind of already been through some tough things. She might have been through some drugs already, but eventually she might have kicked the habit. She might become an alcoholic. She might have some mental issues. She might have some depression issues. She's hiding all that. And she's hiding even the abuse from her father. All right. She's even hiding the abuse from her father and from you. Uh, But um, this woman will get by on manipulation. Manipulation will be her go to because she's used to manipulating her father. She's used to trying to, you know, manipulate her father to get the father to do stuff or to get her to start stop beating her or stop abusing her or stop being overprotective. She'll have to manipulate them. If she had a stepfather, she always manipulates the stepfather or act like I like him and then act like we're doing thing in secret that my mother doesn't know. Not abusive, but just my stepfather's letting me get away with things. Oh, I had to pick up my stepdaughter. She was drunk, but I got her in the house before her mom found out and had a fit. It's all manipulation, right? That's strategic. And so she'll get that alliance with the stepfather. She'll get a stepfather, hell, but then she'll figure out, oh, I better get this guy on my side. And I'll get him on my side by faking like I like him, okay? Um, apex predator. This woman's an apex predator uh, for sure because she doesn't know how to treat men. She just, just going to use men. Uh, a lot of times she'll have a lot of cognitive dissonance. She doesn't understand things and how things work. She'll disassociate herself really easily. Uh, She's a liar, also as well as a manipulator, and so forth and so on. Um, Again, she could be cool peoples, but you got to keep these people at arm's length. They got to get a lot of help. All right, they got to get a lot of help because they don't really, they've been really, uh, haven't been able to mature. Their maturity is kind of way off. And they may function as normal, but their maturity is off. So let me go to number four, and then we'll talk about these brackets. Uh, the mature leader, good father, the protector, the protector father. All right, so the guy who is kind of the reverse of the one we just talked about. So this is daddy issue stuff still. Um, so this daughter, this dad is the good worker. He loves his daughter. He's present. Um, he's working his ass off for his daughter, and he's giving her leadership. He gives her advice. He listens to. He listens to her. The daughter can talk about the father about anything and he not get repulsed by it. He can talk about, you know, the daughter can say, you know, I'm on my period, dad, and blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, dad, I'm on my period, she can actually talk to him and he'll be open to it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I understand, blah, blah, blah. It's not, she doesn't use it as manipulation. She just can discuss it. She feels free and open to discuss it. She feels free to open discussing her um, dating life, her boyfriends. Like a lot of dads will be like, oh, I'm going to shoot your boyfriend when he comes in, right? This dad doesn't do that. He basically knows if he says that, then she's gonna start hiding things. So he'll be like, Hey, yeah, you can discuss what's going on. You know, if she gets sexually active, he doesn't judge her. He's like, That's what y'all do. Just protect yourself, don't get pregnant. Um, watch out for these guys. So this is the mature leader dad. What's gonna happen to her? She'll find stable guys, all right? So she'll get she'll be blue pilled. All right. So he's kind of blue pilled and somewhat red-pilled, but she'll go for blue pill. She'll go for stable guy. She'll be in an, an honors class. She'll get her grades done. She'll go get a stable guy. She'll have mostly committed relationships. Mostly committed relationships. Uh, of course, they'll ride a little carousel here and there, but then they they, they don't want to do really do that because they'll get ostracized. Their friends are not 304s per se, so they'll have a steady boyfriend almost all the time. They might have a steady boyfriend from high school into college. Or they'll find their steady boyfriend freshman, sophomore year of college. And then they might marry that guy. So this is the stable guy right there. Now, she could rebel. But when she rebels, it will be very private. It will be a private thing. If she rebels in high school, it will be private. It's not going to be in the open. It's not going to be on her TikTok. It's not going to be on her Snapchat or her Instagram. Her relationship bullshit will not be shared. All of her rebellion will be in private. Okay, she will keep that shit on the low. It's going to be on the low. If she gives somebody some peace leave, rarely anybody going to know about it if she rebels. All right, so yeah, she's sneaky. Uh, she's the one that will act like, oh, what, what, like, like she doesn't understand. But I actually knew a girl like this. Um, Her father, you know, her father and mother still track her phone and she just graduated from college. All right. I've trained. I started training her when she was 18, 17, probably. All right. She's a good little, nice, innocent looking girl. Right. You would think she don't know nothing about nothing. So one day we're having a conversation. She would come back and forth to college. She went to college and she lives in California, but she goes to college and um, she went to college in the Midwest. All right. And so we would have conversations every now and then. She would text me from school. She'd tell me to come to a football game. She went to a big football school. She's like, come to a football game and I'll let you hang out with all the college girls. And I was like, I would be telling i would be looking at her like, you know what I'm going to do to your friends. <laughs> but she's the type of girl like, huh? You would do that to them? <laughs> she would. She's that type of girl. Anyway, one day we're talking, and she's talking all innocently, but then she, she glitched. She glitched. She basically was like, because she would talk to you like very programmed. All the conversations with her are very programmed. And then once she glitched, and she was like, oh, I know what you mean, because she's in a sorority, of course. She was like, yeah, my roommate's. The stuff they do in their dorm room. She hit me with one of them. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I know. And she was like, and then she got back in the form. All right, she went back out of her glitch. So she's seeing this whore culture. She's seeing thoughts. She's seeing her roommates thotting. And she's seeing the hookup culture. She's acting like she ain't participating. But like I said, she could participate, but it's on the low. It's on the low, low, low. All right. um, And she'll never admit it. She'll never admit she's seen it. Who, what, when, who, host 304s, what? <laughs> yeah, she got toys and will never admit it. She hide the toys from her daddy. Her mama might know she got toys. Her daddy don't know she got toys. All right. She got the little battery, the little rabbit battery. Um, Let me see here. What else? These women could take their fathers for granted for the most part, but most of the time they love their fathers. Um, they may set up a good man for a downfall, so they are going to get the good guy, but they'll have a princess mentality. They'll have the princess mentality. So the princess mentality goes like um, nothing's going to go wrong in her life because that's always protected her from danger, and she was a Little Red Riding Hood, and she got protected from the big bad wolf, and no men are bad, and all women are good. Like, she's a super-duper princess, and and everybody's going to treat her just like daddy treated her. The one dudes that do her wrong, this is why you have to worry about divorcing and marrying women like this. The one man who does her wrong, she's going to take that dude to court left and right. She's going to make sure that dude pays for messing up the princess. And she also says, my daddy always says, she'll always reference what her daddy said. All right, you're sitting there as a man. And you might be her girlfriend, her boyfriend, or her husband. Oh, but my daddy says, man, shut the hell up about your damn daddy. (laughs) (laughs) But her dad is the protector. Her dad is the guy. You'll never trump dad. This dad right here, if she really walks the straight and narrow, she's the rare breed. This woman is the rare, rare breed. And she ain't got no tattoos She knows she better never have a tattoo, all right? Um, She's going to be in honors. She's going to intern. She's going to do all of those things in college. She's blue blue chip, blue chip mindset. All right, she's on the blue chip uh, path. And every now and then, one of these angels will fall off the horse. You know what I mean? One of these princesses will get their crown knocked off, and she'll end up on the wrong side of the tracks. Some of these girls will end up could be in out on but it's very rare most of these girls get their little stable boyfriend she Iron Moore, Becky they get their goofy uh docker and polo shirt wearing boyfriend or if they, they in the in Mississippi they get their you know they're the bougie couple every now and then she'll get her her crown knocked off and she'll scrape herself up she'll have tears anyway what daddy am I somebody mentioned that. Um, I could be either number, what did I number it as? Number one or number three? Number three would be the uh, disconnected, the work a lot daddy. The masculine job daddy, right? The dad, cop, firefighter, personal trainer, plumber, entrepreneur. He's present money. You know, right now, when I when they were kids, I was the probably this daddy, the mature leader daddy. But as they've been aging, I've been working a lot. Like I had the two businesses. I have the YouTube now that I'm doing more and more in, uh, they're they're when they're here, they, they kind of do to their own and then they have their friends and then they have their events and social and school. So I'm like their taxi. That's basically what I am. I'm their taxi. So <laughs> I'll be down here working and then they come down here. All right. I need to go here. All right. Or I need to go there. But, uh, as, as for teenagers, this is what you have to tell your teenagers, and I want you to always remember this if you are a father or a parent. Always tell your teenagers this. I can fix mess-ups, but I can't fix fuck-ups. So do not fuck up. I know you as a kid, you're going to mess up. But do not, God forbid, do not fuck up. <laughs> right? All right, so Anyway. If your F up kids can't help you, I can help you if you mess up. I can help you with a lawyer. I can help you. Okay, you stole a little lipstick. You probably shouldn't do that. Do, But I can help mess ups. But if you F up, oh, my God, you on your own, baby. You an adult. You on your own. (laughs) Always tell your kids that. I always let my kids know. Mess up, okay. Fuck up. Not okay, think before you do stupid stuff. <laughs> Here we go. No fudging up. He says, I dated all these girls, but I'm currently with the princess coach. Coach is 100% right. Shout out to you, man. All right. Sono Jono says, Make a part two of the witchcraft video for 2022, coach is long overdue. Definitely got to get back into that witchcraft thing because a lot of people probably haven't seen that one because I was at the tail end of my monetization on the coach Greg Adams channel. That might've been like the last month that might've got what got me (laughs) demonetized. All right. All right. But yeah, that was at the tail end of the coach Greg Adams channel of new videos and live streams over there. So yeah, man, a lot of people missed that one. He says, go to jail. Don't call coach. Hey, you get put in the slammer, you steal some car and go on a joyride and crashing into a house. Can't help you, son. That's your ass, all right. Shout out to Baki Anajiri says I hear. Let me see here. He says I hear devil women got good peace leave though. Yes, some of the best peace leave is from crazy women. I mean, I always tell them. I had this woman that I call crazy all the time, and I'm like the the craziest thing about you is you out of your mind, but the peace leave is good. The peace leave is too good. So the, that's the thing about it. Some of these girls that are gonna be good girls, the peace league is gonna be boring. And she's gonna think she's doing something. <laughs> You're like, you ain't doing nothing out here. Uh, but the crazy girls, they will they will fornicate with you like a demon. You're gonna be like, This demon, peace leave, Lord have mercy. And then you get hooked on the crazy girl, just like women. we blame women for the same thing. What happened? Somebody give them that long stroke. And they hooked. And then you'd be like, you should like the good guys. You should like us. And you in there giving them the five-stroke special. Women like, bro, I can't take it. <laughs> so it's the same thing that we blame women for, all right? Um, And uh, and then you want to give her the five-stroke special like this. All right, yeah, I'm going to hit you like Dexter and Tyrone right now. Yeah, I got that Tyrone stroke right now. Ain't that how Tyrone do it? And she like this. <laughs> And that's why they keep running back to Dexter, Tyrone, Chad and all of them because she tired and she can't do it. Just like you can't do this boring vanilla sex with these girls. And you'd be like, perhaps I can do it back there. And she'll be like, oh, no, you'll never go back there. (laughs) She hit you with this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. That was that was your that's the girl you married because she's a good girl and you thought she was innocent. Okay. Meanwhile, the crazy girl with the three color hair and the nose piercing like this, she like do anything you want to me. <laughs> you sit there like anything, anything. She come in there. Somebody said she levitate. She levitate up out the bed. She started doing things. She be like, "Where did you learn this, girl? Girl, where did you learn a thing like that?" <laughs> oh God! And then she be cuckoo for cocoa puffs. That's the problem. The best craziest people got the, the craziest people got the best sex because they don't care. Abel returns to Eden, coach and men. This Puritan Quaker says, run from those she witch devils. Get thee, get them beyond ye. Satan is not to be played with for real. All right. So yeah. The Puritans are in here. Quakers telling us what it is. They're like, don't mess with them. Ray Allen, thanks for this list, coach. Blessings all right ms81 says the girl that sneaky is in covert mode yeah the sneaky girls they never gonna get caught slipping they will think things way in advance you know they'll reset the mileage they'll turn off their iPhone map tracking <laughs> they ain't gonna get caught uh SAU engineer so coach for anyone who has daughters there's no salvation it sounds like it's a curse to have daughters now yeah, a lot of guys will say that. Like, thank God I didn't have daughters, or God, hope I don't have a daughter. Men for a long time have said that. Oh, I hope I don't have a daughter, right? And that, and it's because of this type of stuff, right? Um, we always talk about son husbands. So for people that are saying you guys are picking on daughters and women, we talk about son husbands too. Son husbands are susceptible to a lot of these things too. So, but to have daughters is a real. It's going to change you as a man. Is going to change you as a man, not saying that you're not going to do things out here uh, because I'll be I'll be with women that ain't that are close in age to my daughter and people are like this is ridiculous. And I'm like, but it ain't my daughter. Stop. You know what I mean? Like legally, I'm on the legal side of it, but age wise. But somebody some people will say they can't do that, and I'll say, hey, that's your problem. <laughs> I mean, that's you. I can. As long as it's legal, it's legal. Um, shout out to higher image status says, what about if I, if you have three daddies before daddy, stepdaddy, a real daddy, like that little girl, he said, just messing shout out to the coach gang. So what happens if you have the before daddy? (laughs) And that's you. Um, what if you have the before daddy, which one are you going to be before daddy? Now daddy after daddy, who is it? Let me see here. Uh, what are you going to be here? You're going to be. Yeah, you're going to be a rebel. She got she got no chance. She got no chance at life. That's where she going. She ain't got no chance. You've got no chance. No chance in hell. You've got. <laughs> All right, man, look, let's end this show. We had a good show. We had a good time. Let's end this show. Hey, let's go watch the bracket. Everybody go lick their wounds. About Kentucky losing I'm gonna go check out what happened let me refresh my screen here and see what's up I'll give you the coaches bracket um update it looks like Brian will give you the coaches bracket update really really briefly it looks like be nice and Juice Mr Trudat is still up all right they up in the game did they get the Kentucky loss where am I at I was up on eight. How did I go backwards? (laughs) I had eight. Now I don't have eight. The hell is this? Oh, I I see what happened. I'm in 12th place. Here I am right here. So I have seven. So I'm right on y'all heels. I'm on y'all asses right now. I'm on y'all asses. This is my bracket right here. I thought I maybe had another bracket going on. All right. Actual King Smith took an L. Let me see where I had my L at. All right. So right now I took an L on the, Oh, I got New Mexico State. I predicted New Mexico State upset at Yukon. I got Memphis upset there. Uh who else I got? Who else I got? Over here, they they're going tomorrow. I have I had Marquette over Bay, uh Marquette over North Carolina. That's an L. St. Mary's. I predicted St. Mary's over Indiana. So I got that right. That helped me. And I lost on Kentucky. Ooh, I had Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Team on. I had Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Jeez. Mm. Oh, over here. I missed Iowa. I missed Providence, South Dakota State. It looks like I'm going to get San Diego. Who did I get? San Diego State. Are oh, they losing. Oh, I had, oh man, this is bad news. I had Tennessee, Michigan. Yeah, my bracket is about to get busted with Kentucky. Rest in peace to T Mon. All right. Shout out to everybody in the coaches' challenge, man. We got, I think it's about 67 or 70 people in there. 77. So this should be fun, man. And if everybody makes sure they pay their dues, who somebody leaving with a bag. Let me see what the grand total should be. All right. With the first place finisher, so y'all can get motivated. Motivated first place finisher should be around now. Again, I might take a loss on this one. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let me see here. 77 times 25. First, wait a minute. Times 0.7. First place finisher can get $1,300. Woo! First place finisher, $1,300. Somebody playing rent in Tupelo. Somebody paying rent in Tupelo. So y'all better get in there and get y'all bag right here. Gotta get my bag and run. (laughs) Somebody says, put up the advisory. All right. Shout out to you guys, man. Hey, let's get out of here, man. Enjoy your day, man. Shout out to you. Enjoy your Thursday. We out of here. Peace. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time materials and effort. God.